count of three, two, one, we're live. Hey, 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 welcome back to On The Wheeled, a one-of-a-kind podcast where you get to go behind the wheel with me and tune into some of the most spontaneous, authentic conversation with people from all over the world and from every walks of life. In this episode, we feature a very special guest, President Tabby. President and I reunited after celebrating the success of Avatar The Way of Water this Monday with the cast and crew at the National History Museum in Los Angeles, California. We marvel at the extraordinary opportunity to work side by side with the Avatar cast and crew, particularly world-renowned director James Cameron, the father of many iconic films such as Titanic, Alien, The Abyss, and so on. Now, we didn't stop there. As you know, by now, we're here for deeper things than bragging right. Preston opened up about the challenges he encountered working on the sets of Avatar for more than four years and how it became the catalyst for his spiritual transformations. And if you are an Avatar fan, then you are in for a treat, as we will be sharing with you some of the most intimate details about the making process of Avatar that you will not be able to get anywhere else but here, here are some highlights of this episode. That was always in my head. If I'm gonna say something, I need to have it ready to go. <laughs> and I need to have some experience, you know, backup for like he starts asking questions. Whoa. I need to perform so that I don't get found out. But I eventually had to learn like, those are the things you wanna let through. So who, you were mainly playing Spider. Spider, the, yes. The, the human, human boy from yes. Avatar 2. Thank you. <laughs> And when I walk in, I see the uh, giant Avatar poster of Neytiri, you know. Oh my god. And I'm like, oh, an Avatar poster. And then I turn and I see another giant Avatar poster. And I'm like, oh, another. I was on four and a half years. Whoa. So I started when I was 20 years old and I'm 27 now, you know, Avatar and doing the, you know, the strict processes. I just took it to the meditation. Mm. So when I would, okay. when I, I'm, I'm doing guided meditations. Uh -huh. I'm lear I, I took the app, uh, waking up with Sam Harris. I think when you are, uh, serving others, yeah. you are accessing an unlimited bound of energy. And it doesn't become me. So when he say, fuck you, Preston, right, like, you're, you're a jerk. I always wanted to work on a TV show mm. because I wanted to be a family with the crew. Yeah. I wanted to have this experience every day, right. like a real job, yeah. but not a real job, like yeah. making movies. I just shove a lot of fucking toilet paper on my butt and I ran out there and, and I'm just sitting there and I don't know how long it took me before I could go back out there, but yeah. What is your purpose? To rock and roll. <laughs> Why are you alive? To have fun. What is the meaning of life? To become aware. What bring you fulfillment in life? Love. What does it mean for you to work on Avatar? To find the young boy in myself who I love so much. Mm. Wow. Why is it important to love? The options are pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let's dive right into this episode of On The Wheel with Preston and I.
Hey guys, welcome to On The Wheel. Today we have a special friend of mine, Preston. Hello. Preston. Talby. T-A-A-L-B-I. Preston Talby, you guys. <laughs> this is amazing because um, it's been a long time in coming. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Chen. I mean, you, uh, you and I became friends kind of organically on the set of Avatar. Let's do that. Let's talk about how we became friends. Right. How, how did that happen? What's your memory? Well, I remember seeing you on like 40-foot structures jumping around and uh, swinging around and being like, dang, this guy is insane. And then afterwards, you kind of just, you know, you, you'd uh, be very calm, you know, mm -hmm. after just doing this incredible stunt journey of a scene you come back and you're very calm and you're just centered and i was like what is this this, this really sage? that was a memory yes okay yeah wow. i feel like uh also seeing you talk to jim a lot was always uh intriguing because he was intrigued with you mm. he was so you know from my recollection he's always asking you about how uh you know because you come from a Vietnamese background. Mm -hmm. You grew up in Vietnam. Yeah, part yeah. of it, right? What? How? How old were you when you came to America? I was thirteen when I first came here. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember what was some of the the conversations um, in in that environment where where you the impressions growing on you about who I am and what kind of person I am? Um. Let's see. Well. I knew you were a calm individual. Okay. Which was something much something very valuable in mm. that in that set. Because it's very high energy. Yeah. Very high stress. Super, yeah. You know, dealing with Jim, it's basically you have one shot to not mess up, you know, what that was always in my head. If I'm gonna say something I need to have it ready to go. And I need to have some experience, you know, backup for like he starts asking whoa. questions. So it's a lot of high stress. Whoa. And, I, and I felt that with the entire, really, most of the crew. Damn, I'm just like the ignorant fool. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's amazing is because you're sort of detached from that. No, you know why? Because really in my mind, I did not have the fear of losing the jobs sure because for me it was yeah for me in the back of my mind it was like i'm here but somehow by some ignorant like you know everybody would dream of being there right, right. they do anything and and they'll suck anything right to be, right <laughs> to be in that position but somehow all right by some stroke of a fully ignorant i think that i'm i'm here i'm gonna do my best but i'm not afraid and if i'm not here i'm not here uh, <laughs> That's amazing. To not be afraid of being fired. What? I feel like that was always in my head was like, I need to perform so that I don't get found out. You know, I don't mm. get, I don't get uh, fired. You know, I don't lose the position here. Yeah, yeah. So that became where I sort of put on this. Right, because the fear is what create that filters, right, in us. Yeah. When we're afraid, guys, when we're doing something that we're afraid of, then, then we cannot be authentically there. We can't be present because in the back of our mind, it's like, it's fear. I'm going to say the wrong things. Right. I don't know what to say. And then we have this anxiety of like, it's kind of in a sense really good. Uh, 
in the sense that yeah, we can prepare our speech and before uh, a meeting or something. It's nice to prepare, but we can prepare and we can be ready. We can do these things without having to experience the fear as a motivation. Sure, that's a bad motivation. Yes. Fear is a horrible motivation. It's, it's the worst. Right, it's, it's the worst. worst. <laughs> if you're doing something that is with fear as a motivation. It's gonna they create to, more fear. Yeah, 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 and it's gonna be horrible. Yeah, and so, you know, back to you. Well, yeah, there's uh, there was a lot of fear, yeah. and and I would I'm a I'm a funny guy, you know. I like to entertain people. I like to say random things, mm-hmm. and things would pop up, and I would have to go, oh, <laughs> don't say that, don't say that. But I eventually had to learn like those are the things you want to let through. Mm. You want to be in an effortless flow of whatever comes to your mind yeah. say it did you ever get to the point of that point though like you can freely communicate with jim's being there right next to him yeah I, the pl- time and place yes i could bring it out when we're it's late you know the day is going on we're doing a repetitive scene over and over and like any kind of comic relief is uh, welcome and that's wonderful for the whole crew too because everybody yeah. gets tired by the end of the day and guys when we're talking about jim's here we're talking about james cameron the director of titanic alien true lies uh, the, the abyss, abyss avatar avatar one <laughs> two three four five six seven eight nine ten right i, I don't mean uh, that's so we're talking about high pressure the best of the best working and and you know on set and and he has high expectations yes he demands a lot he demands a lot and and i sometimes don't give myself enough credit but i get through that by being me by being absolutely me which is doing what i know how to do and just just be there uh uh, fully honoring what i experienced which is um i don't which is something I sometimes regret. Just don't interact a lot with people. Mm-hmm. I don't socialize a lot. Out of your true nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I, and a lot of it is because I'm there preparing for the for the the stunt, whatever it is. Right. I'm sitting there meditating, but in my mind, it's I'm letting the mind work out some of the scenarios of how I could have done it and and how I could do it better and and what I should do what steps I should take and how I should perform and so on that's full focus on the performance yeah yeah and and I like doing that and I and and as you said that the set is really stressful a lot of time too yeah um, so so the the sitting down and, and centering myself is wonderful because at the same time that set you know I was treated really in a spoiled way because I was a talent quote-unquote Right. And people treat me with a lot of of um, of praising. You're the golden child. Yeah, kind of, way, you know, yeah. in, in many different ways. Even gyms yeah. were praising all of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, stunt crews, we get we double the main actors and the, and we get that nice, you know, piggyback ride off of the actors. So who you were mainly playing Spider. Spider. The, yes. the human, the human boy character boy from yes. Avatar 2. I yeah. was ca- and I can't believe how big he've gotten. Right, huge. Yeah, he started when he was what, 13? Yes. Now he's like, that was my age when I first came to the US. 13. Oh, wow. I think I'm still the same size. <laughs> nice. But yes, yeah. he's so tall. and. But yeah, you're playing a, a lead role. Right. And uh, you're doing everything that character's doing. And some yeah. with the performance with and many others, which which I was really grateful for. Right, so fun, you know. Yeah, that set to play so many characters, 
to, to do so many things, to play so many roles. That's how I felt too. When I came in, I was, I didn't know what I was going to do. Uh -huh. When I first came in, I thought I was going to be a janitor. I didn't really understand well on the phone with the, with Darren who hired me, what I would be doing. So then tell the audience, what exactly did you end up doing for the, for how many years? Well, so I'll tell you how I started is okay. she told me to come in. I would be doing, I would be cleaning up marks. I'd be laying down marks and I heard cleaning up, you know, Janitor. I heard cleaning up and, and, uh, she said, Jim, Jim likes a closed set. You know, she started to prep me on the professionality that needed to be happening there. Mm. And I heard Jim Cameron. She said, mm. Jim Cameron. And I'm on my Uber there. And I looked up Jim Cameron thinking that I'm going to be some janitor and some set of Jim Cameron. And I see James Cameron, uh -huh. first, right? And I scroll right past it. Right. Like, there's no way that's, I mean, I can't find a Jim Cameron. It must be some kind of interesting thing here. <laughs> and when I walk in, I see the uh, giant Avatar poster of Neytiri, you oh know. Oh my god. And I'm like, oh, an Avatar poster. And then I turn and I see another giant Avatar poster. And I'm like, oh, another, oh, oh. And she starts telling me what I'm going to be doing. And it, it, it really started bringing tears to my eyes. Wow, bro. She, she's like, you're going to be his camera assistant. You're gonna wow. you're gonna carry the virtual camera, wow. and and be his middleman from the stage to him. You know, wow. I've got the headset on. There's 30 people up there of computers doing the brain bar activities, which right. is incredible. Right. And uh, a lot of times, I'm just the the messenger, hmm. which has its amazing times and its wow. crazy times. Wow. You guys. If you don't understand the importance of that, right? Think about being next to director James Cameron every single day, 10 hour a day for two, three years. What kind of like thing people would do to get that kind of opportunity? Yeah. And here we are, Preston. There were many times where I would just start crying yeah. on set. Yeah. I would just be there and literally like, you know, I kind of feel it coming up now. Like, I don't know how I deserved that right you know how wow. how that became and that's when i really started being like there there's something here in life mm. there's something there's a there's a force did you ever find out that something you know i don't know if we can ever find it out but i started to try okay i started to really on, try. while being on the set uh at the very last months okay i became to to start to try and do what, that. what was that thing that you were trying well you know i, I before I get into that, I just yeah. kind of want to say like, there was a lot of learning uh, opportunities, which my mind always goes to, you know, how can I, how can I focus on what I need to change about myself and mm. grow from it? Yeah. It was better. an incredible experience. Right. So many beautiful, amazing oh. days, hours, minutes, moments of that entire, I was on four and a half years. Whoa. So I started when I was 20 years old and I'm 27 now, so wow. it was it was a it was that's a incredible. Yeah, wow. but uh, uh, sorry, your question. What was Is, it? What was it that you were trying? Oh, what, right. What was that that thing that you think the avatar has for you? that you start to go, oh, this is something here, there's something here in this live experience because it's such a unique experience yes. for everybody on that set. Very unique, very unique. Yeah. I had to sort of, like we were saying in the beginning, I tried to find myself afterwards because I was being my best self every day, every minute, mm. you know, just really hard on myself to do that. Wait, wait, so when to you say being your best self, 
What does that mean at that moment? I'm always on. I'm always ready for mm. Jim to need something. Mm. I'm there anticipating mm. every everything that could possibly happen. Wow. My head. Wow. My mind, my thoughts were wow. a re they I didn't have like a a clear I mean I had a few clear moments, but yeah. there were that many times I had like a clear moment without any thoughts wow. in my head. It's just constantly going like wow what do I need to be prepared for? You know, I wanted to be the best assistant he's ever had in his entire life. For the right reason. For the right, yeah. Yeah, for the right reason. I mean, I would expect myself to be the same way if I was in your shoes. Right. Totally. I wasn't in a different pair of shoes. No, if I could get a, a compliment out of him every once in a while, oh my gosh, oh. I would just be like completely like, yes! Wow. Yeah. So you would totally extricate yourself yeah. out to be in service for this being. Yeah. Right? Yeah which yeah. was incredible. But by the end of that experience, I sort of uh, was a little burnt out. Burnt out, what does that mean to be burnt out? Um, I felt like I had been playing this character mm. so long mm. that I forgot what normal, relaxed, everyday Preston is and, oh, wow. and what I was connected with mm. prior to that experience. Yeah. And um, that led me down a journey to begin learning how to meditate. Mm. So I I was pretty... Would have been better to meditate while being on that Would have been a lot better. <laughs> I wish I would have learned earlier. That would have helped me a lot. Hey, just come over, man. I was right there. <laughs> yeah, I should have done that. I don't want to disturb you. <laughs> you look so peaceful. But yeah, learning how to meditate and being like, uh, uh, clear all that clear all those thoughts and and to kind of realize that i'm not all those thoughts yes you know they just kept going yeah and it started to turn the attention on all different parts of my psyche mm. so at a certain point i was like okay i either ditch my entire life here mm. you know go to move to tibet or some <laughs> crazy or i sit down in my apartment and i learn how to meditate and i what does that mean for you to meditate and, and it's directly have to do with the mind and thoughts? Sure. What is that? What is that that you are doing when you're saying you're meditating? Um, nowadays, I do it sort of differently, but back then it yeah, was just viewing, experiencing the breath mm. in one point of my awareness and holding it there as long as I could. Right, because that would take your attention away from your thinking. Yeah. Uh, the, your observation from thinking into into body into one thing and then it takes you away from the craziness here yes right and yes. then just be right which is the body you cannot be uh not present you can't not be the body right so you got to be here yeah right yeah but not here oh my gosh but here right here oh to ground yeah i feel and, like that's what this is it's just uh you're ungrounded you're in the clouds you're spacey you're all over yeah, yeah. you're connected to so many different things and the the it, it was momentum. It was constant momentum. That thought yes. process has momentum. Mm -hmm. And and because you do it for so long, four and a half year, constantly being on that every single day, for such a long time, it has such powerful momentum. Yeah. And so more, you get carried away like a tornado. Yeah. When I get I experience inner uh, turbulence, I felt as if it is a tornado in there. Uh, and it's just this giant, I can't, there's no way that I'm just get sweeping away. There's no way to, 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 to fight against it unless I go into nature. And that has been my meditations. I noticed that when that happened in here, 
I don't know what to do. I just immediately run into nature and mm-hmm. camp because that's all I know how to do. And within about three days, it calmed down. Why do you think that happens? Well, because the vibration in that space, it's just, it's just a healing vibration. It's calming. You know, the tree doesn't think. And it's just the whole energy space. The moment you enter that space, there is an energetic feel. If you understand what that is, mm-hmm. right? Everything radiates energies, and the rocks are st- they're grounded. There's ground, and there's dirt, there's trees. There's the the colors are pleasant, and so it calms the nervous system. Yeah, right. Trees and, are very confident. Yeah, yeah, not super confident. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look at me. I'm just being I'm just here. I'm growing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here. I know exactly what to do. And so, so very grounding, and automatically, you know, if I keep sitting with it keep being there by the third day it would usually calm down nice. and i was just like enjoy it and then i go home oh. yeah yeah so you guys if you you know if, sitting down meditating is tough you know it's pretty tough and it's even better if you sit you find it you know in the beginning if we if we don't have control over that then we just like oh my mind is is you know i feel not grounded today i'm going to sit down and in 10 minutes i feel okay that's tech work Right. Yeah. Sometimes it takes work, and sometimes it's really hard to just do that. Our mind is so crazy; it's so. If we can commit suicide mm-hmm. by by thinking, right, we have no chance. Yeah. Yeah. So so not even a chance. So the best is if you can remember is to run into nature. You know, camping. Go go to the river. Go to the bit of forest. a hack. It's a bit yeah, of a hack. It is a neural you're using, hack. You're using the energies of the nature to to assist you. Right. Right. And to do it, it's a lot easier. Yeah, it's very easier. much easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's wonderful. So you, it, it was by being there, and all of that carry up energy for you, and and thought process were going crazy, and you're, you 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 go through this whole things, of of playing a character, right? And you're feeling tired and exhausted because you have to keep maintaining this character, right? This mask. And you said enough, and then. Desperately do not want to do this anymore. Right, not anymore. Do not want to play that character anymore. Yeah, so what happened? So I do that and I have the momentum of being on, you know, Avatar and doing the you know, the strict processes. I just took it to the meditation. Mm. So when I would, okay. when I, I'm, I'm doing guided meditations. Uh-huh. I'm lear- I, I took the app uh, Waking Up with Sam Harris. That one, you did that too? It's amazing. He's a neuroscience. He's amazing. You know. It's incredible what what uh, the prompts that he gives you. Yeah. To catch yourself going down. It's like he knows you. He knows. He knows. It's like he's talking to you right in that moment. It's just pre-recording. Now, waking up guy is a meditation app. It's beautiful. If you want to get into meditation, guys, check out that app. I'll keep it. Put it in the link. But yes, go on. It saved my life. Okay. You know so. It it it, it just brought me back to myself. It helped me. It assisted me get back to myself. But every time you know you see a thought and you, mm. you judge yourself for it, you you, you don't want to. There's so many lessons that you go through with learning. Non-judgment. Don't be judgmental. That mm. started a whole you know a whole journey. Yeah. Um, but I started to have these like epiphanies of of my deep psychological behavior. Mm. I started what are those. Oh my gosh! One day I'm sitting there and like <gasps> I'm like oh I have a deep need a desire to feel understood mm. i have a huge fear of being misunderstood mm. you know it's just like that just like that just like just jolt you blew up yeah you know i feel like that's dense energy mm. in our bodies mm. that only through meditation and only through calming ourselves mm. 
preferably in nature, that it can rise. It's always trying to rise, but most of the time we press it down. Oh yeah. By the activities during the day, yeah. by by many be, being busies and so on and so on. Right. Energies always circulate, it's always move. Yes. Right? And yes. and and the only way that it doesn't come up is it move in circle. Yes. Oh. Yes, energy yeah. moon right. circle is to only, stay. Yes, to yeah, stay yeah, yeah. in this one spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. So it come up, you push it down, it circulate, and that's why you have all this turning your thought forms, and those thoughts are reflections yes. of the stuck energy. You know, interesting, you mentioned the tornado earlier. Yeah. Those are what more like my meditations are now, where I'm focusing on the inner parts of my body, uh -huh. and I'm imagining, I'm putting the energy of like a tornado or mm. something very powerful mm. into those places to then create a release mm. you know i'm kind of like going direct to the source now where i'm like i'm going to the source where the energy i'm i'm uh, uh, uh focused to putting my attention on those parts mm. which i believe are the energy body i believe is the long lost limb mm. of our of our body here long lost limb we can feel the energy the mm -hmm. non-physical energy in our mm -hmm. body with our conscious attention. Mm -hmm. We can put our attention on there and you can feel your heart expand. Mm. You can feel your head unclear mm. just by putting your focused attention on those places. Mm. Which place? Anywhere, anywhere in your body. You know, the, the, the energy vortices, the mm. chakras, body those are energy vortexes, I believe, and they, they have different characteristics of, of different uh, parts of your psyche. Mm. And if you're having trouble with one area, you're focused more on the lower side of things, mm. the more grounding side, and it can bring up a lot of trauma. Mm. How do we deal with that when it come up? Let it out. Cry. Mm. Do do when you're uncomfortable, I believe that is your yourself telling you what you need more of. Mm. If I'm uncomfortable crying, mm. I need more crying. Yeah. If I'm uncomfortable going to talk to this person, yeah. I need more interactions with people. Yeah. That's just our our, you know, higher self saying, here's here's your list, here's your checkoff list, what you need to be working on. Mm. So I actually recently had a huge trauma release. What is it? Can you share? I mean, my family has some deep generational trauma, uh -huh. sexual. Mm, okay. And when I started on this journey of meditation, it it opened up a it opened up a wormhole. Okay. And um, I believe we really have the ability, consciously to release those dense energies of course within our entire family system within the entire human race yeah within ourselves first yes so self is the system self is the world self yeah so yes that's, that's where we start yeah yeah i'm in that process right now because in the beginning when i found out when i found out about how powerful our consciousness is mm. i was like whoosh, Okay. All right, every, everyone, we are lifting, you know, the world is evolving now. Mm. How powerful is our consciousness? Incredible. We are the most empowered technology. We are the technology. Mm. Our human body, our human consciousness. Like you said, we are the all. We are the self. We, you know, just, just our focused attention mm. is how we direct that. Mm. So when focus attention. Yes. Mm. 
So we can focus on releasing traumas, mm. you know, and we can do that consciously for an entire day. What does it do when we release our trauma? Focusing on releasing the trauma. For me, yeah, I start I start walking around the house feeling like I'm gonna start crying. Mm. And I sort of feel this bubbling up here. Mm. Right. You stuck know, here, throat, throat stuck. chakra here. Yes. Yeah, stuck. Yeah, stuck. It's kind of the feeling you get when you cry or when yeah, you're about yeah. to cry. Yeah. You have that tenseness. And um, I sort of enjoy those those times now because I'm like, okay, wow. if I just stick with it, if I just stay conscious of releasing this energy, I might have a breakthrough. I might really wow. release something that's been holding me back. Hey, let's take a little break so we don't have listening fatigue. If you like this show, please don't forget to leave a rating and review so that it can help the show be discovered and bring it to more people as well as helping me continue to bring more valuable content to you. So let's get right back to our conversations. I might have a breakthrough. I might really wow. release something that's been holding me back, you know, my entire life unconsciously Yeah. yeah. Uh, by being conscious of it. Wow. So I had those moments and uh, that went on for a few days and actually mm -hmm. the day before the Oscar party, which we just were at yeah, two days Mon ago. Monday, Monday, right? Yeah, Monday the fourteenth. Yeah, I yeah, think so the fourteenth. At the March. National National History History Museum. Museum in LA. Yes. The day before that, yeah, was it came out. You know, it it finally like showed itself. Whoa! And uh, I just had a whole bawling session, mm. and I have this massage table where I'm on, where mm. I do the, these actual. You know, I start to open up my energy intentionally through different parts in your energy body, the base and the top. Mm. And um, I sat there and I'm like shaking Whoa. in this in this massage table. Mm. And it kind of it sounds crazy, right? That's a little bit, but we have to keep we have to ground it so that the right. audience don't say you guys are on crack. I was, <laughs> I was so afraid to okay. move my body when I started feeling energy move through me. Yeah, but doing that is it's like you're a dancer right mm -hmm. or you've yeah. danced like yeah, you're a dancing. movement yeah, person that to me is sort of foreign you know i need more of that as yeah. my you know higher self would say yeah. i'm i'm uncomfortable during those times yeah. sometimes i mean i like dancing you know at yeah. clubs and stuff but uh to really move your body right it takes a lot of uh confidence right and that's directly connected to somatic right as a form of releasing trauma tensions we don't know what is being released just by moving the body letting that energy express itself is also a way to work out those trauma uh through through the act of movement and so there's a different way of doing it than somatic body movements is also a beautiful way yeah somatic it teaches this um i was out in oregon last summer right and sharing with you that yeah. and there was a, a master in somatic. She she was mastered in that field. She came and taught us about um, our body, and she teaches us to you know close our eyes, start experiencing and feeling and expressing. Uh, let let the body express itself, and so take the mind away. Usually, it's like I should dance this way because everybody dance that way, you know. But the body will move the way it want to move if we let it, right. and the energy that is stuck can come out it can come into such like, weird, weird movements right so it can be stomping on the grounds yeah. doing so so there are actually somatic uh, ecstatic dancing is a, is a form of that ecstatic you know letting it 
letting it out. Yeah, Yoko Ono. Yoko Ono, what's John that? Lennon, John Lennon's wife. She would do. Oh really? Why should I? That was her. Some of her wow, music would just wow. be screaming, wow. and everyone's like, "This girl's crazy, man." Yeah. And you know, I don't know either which way. I don't really have much of an opinion, but she was on something with that sure. releasing. Letting go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a it's a form of letting go. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And so so, Avatar, right? Yes. Led you to, to Led, that because yeah. of how you have um, suppressed a lot of of your authenticity along the way mm -hmm. and and that's tiring that's very tiring very tiring right? very draining because we're not being nourished by by being recognized we almost uh, uh, you know we don't know who we are and in a sense at some point actually the, the sages say that at some point they return to that but it's a, it's a full circle interesting yeah because once we know who we are we realize that we are all of it. And that's kind of esoteric, but it's really mean that we as individual do not exist. In a sense that my ego identity is just a way to identify. And the label is not the nature of who we are. So if I am, I don't exist in that sense, I don't have to protect, I don't have to, I don't have an identity, so then I can serve the, the people that serve. Like, okay, so how did Gandhi serve, like, do what he he did? Mm -hmm. He never served himself. So was he tired? Was he exhausted? Right. Was he drained? Like, <laughs> what well, he wasn't like? Yeah. What about Gandhi? Me? <laughs> what about Martin Luther King? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, who else? Like, name some names. Yeah. I mean, the Jesus. Yeah. Like, his know, Mother Teresa. Yeah. Teresa. Yeah. So, what's the difference between? Okay, we're going deep. We're going deep, guys. Right, we're right. going deep. We're exploring. We're having fun here. Okay, we're having fun. I don't, I don't we'll want to take this any too seriously. I don't no. want to take any of this seriously. Not at all. You know, Not at all. I think a lot of people get really wrapped up in that ego thing about what religion means to me or about what my experience means to me. And I think that it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm. But it's sort of scary to navigate around those terms. Mm. So then it kind of makes us be less authentic mm. so i feel like if we can sort of just be more playful yes with all of course stuff, yeah know, it's the best way to do yeah. it yeah yeah um for sure so how did yeah how did this mr gandhi uh without like is is he drained by not being himself like what I, do you, how do you how, how do you think that's a, like there's a difference between that i think when you are uh serving others yeah. You are accessing an unlimited bound of energy. But wasn't you serving Mr. James Cameron? Yes, I was serving him, but I was serving myself by making sure I was accepted. I was changing the way I behaved to make sure I was accepted by him and others in that set so that I wouldn't be prosecuted. Mm. You know, I wouldn't be... Does that make sense? The sense of who you are is extricated. The sen sense of who you are is dependent on other oh my validations. That's one of the big breakthroughs. Yep. Right, right. The need, right. the need for validation. Need for validation. But isn't validation good though? It's to it's, be validated. Yeah, it's nice. It is nice, and it and it kind of like helps build momentum in relationships. I would say. Okay. But if you are in need of it, 
And when you don't get it, you have a negative response. That's uh, what I think things That's drug. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's yeah. drug. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so when it gets to a point where it's become my identity and I cannot be a happy human being, be authentically who I am unless I get that, right. then is it toxic. Yes. Then you're doing things that aren't you. You're not right, doing things right. that are authentic. Not to you. grounded. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I almost got fired a few times. Really? <laughs> because I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just, uh, taking care of myself you know nice. you mean you don't i don't want to come in today kind <laughs> no, of thing no no not that but sometimes you know i just do me and sometimes it can be offensive sure like being me yeah because people was like he's weird right you know he's 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 ungrateful or whatever he is doing whatever judgment people do mm -hmm. you know but somehow uh i just i have i have no i'm just this blind man i love <laughs> just, it like, yeah, okay. The black yeah. man. Yeah, basically. Just go like, where you feel. Yeah, just like deaf. People cursing at you when you're deaf. You're like, oh, oh, hi. <laughs> That's a superpower. It is in a sense. That's a very big superpower. But it's even better when we become aware that we can still be collaborative and interactive and be, be compassionate to others. At the same time, very comfortable in our own skin. And that's my journey at this moment is that... Power, stepping into my own authentic power without still considering others. And there's still that dynamic of like, you know, consideration to sense and being kind and loving. But I can absolutely say no, fuck you, no thank you. Saying fuck you, even if you're in your head, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a difficult one. Why? That you need. Why? Well, because people get in your, get in your business. Mm. And we love everybody, right? Mm. But uh, some people are unconscious mm. and they really get in there and they kind of twist their thoughts and their energy inside you. And mm. and um, how I found is I sort of tend to take that on sometimes, mm. especially if people are in, invalidating mm. me and then I take that on what and does that I mean, feel invalidating? less. Like, well, if I'm like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Mm -hmm. Check this out. Mm -hmm. And, and like, uh, yeah, sure. Like, eh, yeah, okay. It's weird, I actually don't like that. Yeah. And it's a good friend of mine or something. Yeah. I will be, oh no. It's, it's that is so cool. That is so hard to defend again though. It's a, Especially yeah. with your spout, okay? That's with someone hard. who you That's have a, a heart connection. That's a challenge that I'm going yes. through right now. Yeah. Yes, and, and, and that is, Something that we might dive into another topic, but just to throw it out, yeah. right? How do we then step confidently in, in our own being and, and being fully in our power yet um, still be with our spouse and, and the you know our girlfriends or whoever, a partner with how? Is it like we have to have somebody with the same mindset or? Yeah, I used to think that was the case. They, yeah. they have to think the same. Yeah. They have to be into the same things. But that's never going to happen. Right. There's there's no version of that. We're different human beings. As Richie Bainham says, there is no version of mm. that. Who's Richie? He's an animation director for Avatar. Okay. We were taking the uh, the photos with the Oscars yes. with him. He's a, yes. great, he's a great Irish guy. Okay. So but, Yeah, right? I think okay. it comes from being uh, less serious. Taking things less seriously. Laughing at yourself. Mm laughing that you're having this problem in the first place. Yeah. You know, how funny it is that I am really frustrated right now because this person doesn't agree with me. <laughs> like, oh my God. How do you do that? How do you do that? Because usually it was like, you know what? You mother, ah, ah. 
Yeah, I guess I'd take yourself outside of the situation. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah, become the observer of what it is, which right. is another lesson that meditation taught me. Become the observer of yeah. it all, of your yeah. thoughts. Of and it doesn't become me. So when he say, fuck you, Preston, right, you're, you're a jerk. Right. You, you, you. Uh, you don't care about nobody, just but yourself. <laughs> Fuck you and your uh, meditation shit. Right. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. The sun is out today. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I don't know if you want to keep this in, but Gretchen and I had a fight last night. Mm. And because uh, we were talking to my, I was hanging out with my neighbor mm -hmm. who has this uh, uh, disease. Mm -hmm. He's been, um, uh, you know, quoted with or whatever you put it and he lives with this and it's part of his life mm -hmm. and uh it's it has to do with inflammation mm -hmm. and um he came into our house and he said yeah i'm gonna get cancer by the time i'm 35 he will if you keep saying that i i almost yelled at him you I, should i said do not He's in my house too. So that kind of energy in my house, I'm like, you know, <laughs> back away. Uh, but I'm like, do not say that. Yeah. Do do not utter those words to yourself. Like your you words are you powerful. Yeah. Yes, your words are incredibly powerful. Right. And they 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 put you on a trajectory. Yeah. And they can heal and they can hurt. Yeah. And Gretchen yelled at the same time, no, don't say that. Do not say that. And you Gretchen know? is. Gretchen is my fiance. Fiance. Yeah. Okay. Gretchen is your fiance. So after he left, yeah. I was like, Gretchen, like, cause she chimed in to don't say that. But we argue, you know, about mm. me and her argue about the mm. power of our consciousness a lot, mm. which is funny. Mm. But I was like, it's interesting. You chimed in, right? You believe that we can be hurt by our words and our, our feelings. Oh. And I was like, so much. Don't you feel like that we can be helped by mm. it? Don't you Absolutely. think they can heal us? Absolutely. Because we always go into this thing where, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't want to be insensitive, yeah. but I believe we can heal any disease, any illness by our intention to understand what we are yeah. and that we can do that and then decide to do that. That's how it started it, is the intention. Because that's the power of consciousness, which is attention. When you when we focus our attention of the consciousness, that's mm -hmm. how it starts, and then things follow. But that's core principle is held true. Unless the intention is to heal, there's no nothing can happen. And if the intention is to hurt, to destroy, that's what's going to happen. I think it was Joe Dispenza talked about how a or no, not Joe Dispenza, another guy, how he's how uh, an illness, mm. a, a cough that this lady had. She almost her entire life. Um, he did some kind of uh, uh, working with the subconscious mm. and cleared it. Oh, yeah. she stopped coughing. Yeah. She's like, "This is incredible." He got the cough. Whoa! He started coughing. He felt something enter his chest, Whoa. like a like a jolt. Oh! And he's like, "This this this makes no sense. Uh -huh. This does not make any sense to you know Western medicine at yeah. all, biology at mm -hmm. all. It doesn't make any sense." Does the, does the universe right now expanding at a speed of light, uh, infinite in size and shapes, and the earth being a dot, uh, a that's grain bad. of sands, is that kind of like... Out there? Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I think that's that's the... That's, that's kind of out there. Yeah. That's kind of crazy, right? Well, I feel, like, I feel like both sides agree on that. 
like the the big bang, the big boom or whatever, and everything's just expanding constantly, yeah. going and going. We're a part of that. Yeah. We're part of the universe. Yeah. So we're expanding constantly. We are. To, to degrees that we don't even know. No. So we can't comprehend. Doesn't, when we talk about not being able to comprehend something that is out of Western understanding doesn't mean that it's any weird at all. If we look at the weirdness of the universe, oh, then no. that is just a simple thing that is just, of course that can happen. I love being weird. Right. I love the weird stuff. I love playing with the idea that we can have that kind of control and that kind of, not control, yeah. bad word to say, but that kind of flow with the universe that we can uh, hear things, you know, or we can know things before they happen, uh -huh. or we can uh, anticipate, we get feelings, we have these kind of sixth sense that comes out, the more and more and more we acknowledge that connection with, with everything. Yes, and that, that can be developed that can be developed with our conscious attention intention to develop it right that really right. can like, yeah even if, if you want to play that game is fine it's fine it's, yeah. it's wonderful to play that game and to Absolutely. get into that that magical space but what i want to do is bring us back backtrack so many different stuff to to go through here backtrack <laughs> to because this is avatar core so we're going right. to use that structure okay. backtrack to the set mm-hmm because I want the the, the the this is very very special because Preston and I both work with gyms on a daily for a very long time. We're there with him on the daily. We we communicate with him, and 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 even more amazing, Preston's is there right next to gyms every day, and so it is our duty to share the experience of that set with the audience. Yeah. Um, and so I would like to come back and look at some of the memories and the things that on that on that sets and and um, share our experiences, your experiences sure. on what it's like to now go go outside of yourself, but from your observations of being on that set. And what was it like to be on a movie set, especially Avatar, working with James like that? What was it like? What was some of the experience, the memories? The, uh, of that that experience it was incredible it was very exciting every day uh the energy that he would bring in was that of we're gonna do something incredible today mm. Mm. and we're going to surpass all of our boundaries mm. whoa you know we're gonna really just say f f fuck the rules yeah. we're gonna go and and do something that no one's ever done before mm. stuff like that like really 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 out there confident stuff he's a very mm. confident guy mm. he knows what he wants mm. but then at the same time yeah he knows how to experiment mm. and he knows how to say uh i don't know let's just shoot it see what happens even master at that level yes always always experimenting always his his phrase was shoot it and see what happens mm. And I love that because anything can happen. Mm. You've got you've got a crew of people mm. that are all working together on this. And he always insists with the word of the crew. It's the crew, you know. Everyone works together and it and it finds its way into something magical. Mm. And, you know, I don't know if anyone can really own that experience. Mm. But yeah, he, he brought out the best in everyone, I believe. Mm. 
He really did. He brought out the best in everyone. Mm. And I think that's 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 common of him to do in different avenues wherever he's working. He's saying, you gotta you gotta try and make this. No, not try. You have to. I need this. Mm. Can you do this? Like, and then they're like, I I don't know how I'm gonna do that. And it's like it's gotta happen, mm. you know. And then they complete it. intentions. And yeah, they have the intentions. Yes, and intentions. And then find its way through. Right. The solution come after the intention. Yes. Right. Yeah. So the intention is where it starts. Where that's the most powerful seed, right? That's the seed, and the rest of it will show itself. He's gotta be some kind of like hugely energetically strong. His aura is very fat. <laughs> it's a fat his, donut. His fat donut. It's a fat donut referring to episode with uh, Dima. Yes. Episode 10. Yes, you got a fat, a fat donut. You got a fat and donut around this you. This is the size of Dude. maybe a massive city, maybe more. Yes, it just like, takes people along with him. Yes. It's in contagious, contagious. Even being on, at the, the Oscar celebrations right night, after you give the speech, he's just standing there and all being from all walks of life just flock to that yeah. center of vortex, just like, he's just like, and he's just there. He's having 10 minute conversations, he's having long With everybody, with but everyone. so authentically there, he's right. so present. He's, I noticed he's waiting for you to say, okay, see ya. You know, he's not gonna be the one that goes, okay, I have to No, go. no. He, he, like, there was a moment where, where we were talking, we talked there, and he paused for a second and I was like, Oh, this is my chance to continue the conversation. Wow. And so, wow. you know, yes. I, I went in. And, and I think that's one of Jim's brilliant is he is so present with everybody. I remember being on set, you know, sometimes I, we would cross and I would go outside the studio and he just came out of, uh, of lunch and we meet and he's going in, you know, to prepare for the, for the next, next scenes. Mm -hmm. And we just stand there and, and I said, hi, and, and I asked him questions like, what do you do? And he's like, yeah, I uh, just take 30 minutes, close eyes, and that's where I meditate and relax. And I knew it. I knew he meditated at lunch. In, in a sense that he just relax sure. and, and let his brain do the work and right. not force it to do anything. Sure. So let his, his intelligence do the work. And so then, then I would, you know, I, the conversation would stop and he'd walk away. But then uh, I would say something and what he would do is... <laughs> he said he never walk away from a conversation. He'll come back. Oh wow! Step, walk back to me, stand in front of me, and listen to what I have to say. Wow! And that's the kind of attentions that he give the being in front of him, make them feel uh, uh, very attentive. And that's a quality that I think not many director, accomplished people in the business have. Yeah, they're so focused on themselves. Right, and yeah. he's all giving. Yeah. He's uplifting people. And I just watch, before the event, I made it a point to watch his masterclass. Oh, nice. He has a masterclass. Yeah. And I watch a three and a half hour of his masterclass. And his missions at this point is to make sure that he help the actor, whoever he's working with, to be the best of themselves. And to give back. That's his duty now. And it's obvious. It's, it's, he's doing that with every member of the crew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that, that was my, and, and even beyond that, my experience of being there is that I never look at him as James Cameron, the Titanic director. I didn't even know a lot about his movies. That's one of the ignorant that I have. Yeah, yeah. So to me, he's like a grandfather to me, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Interacting with him was like, oh, I'm just going to play with my grandfather. Just, you know, he's that age, 70 something. My yeah. grandfather's about that age. So I didn't see them as, uh, I didn't see Sigourney as a, oh, this, um, actor or actress 
and and Sam's and Zoe, um, they're just friends. Yeah. They're friends. Yeah. And that what to me that set was family. Every day I go there, you know, I'd live here in LA by myself at that time. Some roommate, but I feel, you know, that was my family. The movie set, Avatar set was my family that comes and I that's why I was so happy every day I come because I was going to my family yeah I was playing with my friends yeah that was it was for me yeah and so I had so much fun on that set I completely agree it's the family yeah 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 it's definitely uh people have uh all different ways of putting it but um you what's interesting I want to bring it back to me but this I feel like this might this is one of the things that I uh remember mm. after that experience um i always wanted to work on a tv show mm. because i wanted to be a family with the crew yeah. i wanted to have this experience every day right. like a real job yeah. but not a real job like yeah. making movies and uh i realized in that experience oh that's avatar mm. avatar is that family that mm. like structure where you know like it or not you're gonna come back tomorrow and we're gonna we're gonna be together mm. and uh we did like it a lot <laughs> you know, i don't think there's anyone on that set that i have beef with at all mm. like i love everyone there mm. well because on a, on a creative project usually the people that's there is people that really want to be there <clears throat> so you don't have those like i don't know i want to be here kind of guys so it's like everybody's like this is the opportunity that i have once in a lifetime, I'm gonna do the best I can. I'm gonna be civils and, yeah. and play play team and right. and collaborate and working towards something bigger than myself. That's what got me through. Was <laughs> I, I would you know this this is not gonna be forever. You know okay. this is gonna this end shall pass. Some, yes, yeah. right. Yeah. Just be that best self during that time, and uh, there's there's no other way Jim will have it. Like yeah. there's no slacking around. There's no excuses. There's no version of an excuse yeah. there. <laughs> Hey guys, we'll be right back after a short break. Did you know that I have an Instagram page? If you'd like to follow and support, my handle name is Hey It's Chen. H E Y I T S C H I E N. Thank you for your support. And here we are back with Preston. So I was in the bathroom once, and you know what? We have these uh, uh, clear comps where we can all talk to each other. Uh huh. And you wear it in the bathroom because. You gotta go to the bathroom quick. So yeah, yeah there you are. And uh, um, I'm going ten two, which you call it number right, two, right? 10-2. right? And because uh, uh, Jim's away from the camera, so I have my time. So yeah. I go there and I rush in and go, and I hear the sound of the camera coming off the stand, and uh-huh. I'm like, oh no! And then I hear his voice, and I'm like, I have to be there because I, I, I you know, he's gonna throw the camera at the ground if mm-hmm. I'm not there. Whoa! And. Uh, I just shove a lot of fucking toilet paper on my butt and I ran out there and, and I'm just sitting there and I don't know how long it took me before I could go back out there, but uh, oh for a while God. there was kind of waddling around. But you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta, gotta perform meet, meet. under any circumstance. That's right. That's I love that about film. When, when it's action, it's nothing game on. better. Yeah, yeah, game on. Go, game on. you know. Okay, well, wonderful. Hey, you guys, we're back from uh, our break. It's crazy that it was about an hour, the first conversation. So we're going for another 30 minutes or so. I think it's going to be wonderful. But what I want to really go into is actually ask you to walk us through a day on Avatar. Okay. From your perspective and what you were doing and what the kind of interactions and responsibilities. And so from 
morning tonight what's happening on that set from your perspective where you are going around share with us all right see if i can remember okay so we get close there. your eyes too if you want right it's about 6 30 is the call sometimes okay. seven um come in and we do the calibration of the motion capture mm. unit so mm. i walk around with a what is it called a wand that mm -hmm. calibrates the system there's another person on the real-time mm. box that so I walk around the set. So sometimes there's a whole ship there mm. or something's already built and it's crazy. And I, I'm walking on the set, you know, I get all the uh, first thing in the morning, get a little uh -huh. workout. Yeah. And then we come down and then we uh, calibrate the, the cameras, all the reference cameras that are filming the actors. Mm -hmm. And um, we do another process called zintegrating mm -hmm. where we have the physical set is matched up with the digital set. And to do that, we need to put the physical area, the physical set in the same place as the digital or the digital in, in the same place. But mm. usually we're moving the physical pieces to match the digital. Mm. So sometimes we would have actors walk around, you know, Kevin Dorman did this a ton. They just put his hand on something mm -hmm. and then we'd move, we'd move the piece so that it would fit. So we, we match up the set. Okay. The, the next time, the next part is matching up the set. Okay. And from there, the actors come in, or the troupe rather, you guys, your team comes in and you run the scene and sort of do a rehearsal mm -hmm. of everything. Yeah. And the whole time we have the AD, Maria, yelling at us to hurry up and mm -hmm. we've got to get this thing done before uh, Jim shows up because right. Jim's going to show up at nine. Okay. And uh, he comes in on set, and it's Jim's on set. It's game on. Mm -hmm. It's you know we're on our, we're already on our best behaviors. But there's there's no there's there's no uh, no messing around now. Mm -hmm. sure that. Okay. So, so Jim come in. Jim comes in. He does you know whatever he does, um, but uh, maybe he grabs the camera, mm -hmm. and. Uh, he looks around the set and he starts to see, oh, have Kevin Dorman's on the thing. Oh, nice, Kevin. Say hi, Kevin Ways. Okay, mm. let's see what your action is. He runs down mm. the vine. Maybe you're climbing up the thing and he see, gets to see it. And he's like, oh, it's great. Yeah. Or he sees it and he goes, what is that <laughs> tree doing right there? He just ran through the tree. No one saw the tree or, or what's that red plant doing there? He hates red plants. He would he he hates red with a with a vengeance. So he would just be you know he just gives it he just gives it to him and everyone's ready. That's what they're really clenched up about is he's about to just tear it apart and then go walk and hang out with the actors, talk about the scene while everyone else figures out how to just address those notes that he just gave. Mm -hmm. So that's a really important time. Mm -hmm. the The virtual camera is like his director's viewfinder, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. he gets to he gets to run it and. Uh, and see what's happening. Mm. After that, we take the scenes, we do the scenes, we have a great time and we mm. experiment and play and mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, we have a fantastic day. It really goes on from there. Okay. Um, a lot of the, uh, the cool things that I got to do was little by little I started to, um, first I did not try and touch the camera as much as I had to. I'd mm. set it up, I'd get it all calibrated, I'd move the camera where it needed to be and make sure it's working and I'd set it down and little by little I started to tilt the camera up when the art director comes in and Jim was talking to him about the set so they can see it on the monitors. Yeah. And then I'd started picking it up mm. and then 
Okay, he's talking about that character, so I move it over there. Mm. Okay, he's talking about the piece, so I move it in. Mm. I'd start, I'd start just, you know, moving the camera around. Oh my, special! It became he was, uh, hey, I want to go watch the actors, right? He's gonna direct what I do, so I take the camera and I do the camera moves. So oh my! He's watching the direct. When he's watching the actors, mm. directing the actors. I'm doing the the virtual camera. Wow! Wow! That's cool. That still makes me like giddy. Oh my! Like to 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 have that opportunity to do that for so long, that was the coolest wow. thing. That's so unique. That's yeah. so unique. And the virtual camera is incredible. It's yeah. it's a tool that uh, is like no other. You know. Yeah. You can't get that at a toy store, guys. No. <laughs> no. You have to have it. Uh, Customize. It's a it's a screen, and he has two jet handles, yeah. jet fighter, three D printed handles, okay. which have buttons on them that they map wow. to the the program wow. on the computer. Wow. Super badass. Wow, Oof. incredible. We'll we'll get you a picture or something. Yeah, guys, you, yes. you'll see it. You see it. Okay. Wow. So what else? What what happened then? What what night? What's next? Actors in you shoot the scenes, move the things around, shoot it, having a good times. And yeah. Then afternoon wise, what when does it end? What how does it set move on to well, interaction with people and what's going on? We work through the problems. We go through all the uh, different sort of uh, things that we need through the uh, the scene, which mm-hmm. I I was always surprised that that is there. They have the same problems as every other set, mm. the same issues. Yeah, sort of different. You know, yeah. it's it's virtual. Yeah, but the same problems happen to the the same kind of people, um, and uh, it's a it's a challenge to fix all those in a timely manner. But a lot of decisions have to be made by like the AD Maria. Yeah, to to decide if we can even pull it off, or yeah. if we have to do something else, wow. or if. Uh, you know, whatever whatever needs to be done is done. Yeah. But yeah, we we get to be around each other the entire day, and yeah. uh, when we have those lulls where the costumes being fixed or the sets being changed, um, we get to sort of enjoy each other's company. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, be be a part of the environment yeah. in an amazing way. I just remember you being a a cool dude. So anyway, to wrap that up, so that would be the the day, and at the end, when when do we wrap? When when's the that's that's unsaid, you know. It, it's at least seven thirty. At least. Yeah. Sometimes it's later. Yeah. Yeah, food day. Um, but yeah, if it's a Friday, we all take a shot of tequila. Yeah. Oh my. Good week, everybody. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's sort of taking t- shot with James Cameron, you guys. It's a great way to end the week. Very good. Very <laughs> good for shots. morale. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. I. I. Well, thank you for that walkthrough because I think it's really I'm interested beautiful. in what your side of things had to do. Okay. You being the, okay. the truth. Tell me, Let's walk do it. through a day of you. Okay, so... Like, up by 5.30-ish and drive straight into the, into the set. You know, walk, go through uh, security gates, get in, park. And first thing first is to go in and get the dots on the face. So we all have these, like, hundreds of dots. I don't know exactly the number, right. hundred and yeah. something. But tiny dots, black dots on our face to help the camera that we have wearing the helmet, the, the boom cam, to capture our facial performance. Even all the, the, the motion capture performers have that. And so we have these dots on us. Every day I'll come in and then lay in the, you know, lay into the, the, mm-hmm. 
makeup chair and just get pampered. Get pampered. Pampered <laughs> by the makeup artist. And the, it's like being a little uh, sea crustacean and having yeah, them come just, and nibble off yeah, all just, the little... Just love, it's just, it's just so nice. And I, most time I just do's out because yeah. it's so tired, you know? Yeah. And I would turn on some nice nature music. I always come in with bird chirpings on my phone and relaxing music and, you know, the makeup department is just so wonderful, you know? Mm-hmm. They're just beautiful being. And so... In the jet. Yeah, yeah, just gorgeous people. Makeup department, I love them. Yeah. Those ladies are incredible. So I just go in and, you know, they just they just pamper me and they they love all of us. And so uh, we just take turns. We sit in the chair. They give us dots and, you know, um, about thirty minutes each. And after I get the dots, um, we would go to the to the motion capture station to register our character. Rom, um, do the yes. rom. Yes, is that what it's called? Yeah, Rom roming. Range of motion. Yes, yes, range of motion. Every day you have. To. Every day, go and do a sets of motion so that the camera can capture the rough body structures of different postures, that would then help map us better to the environment. I guess to the character. It's the character, right? Right to the character, and so we'll just go and do that. Have a bunch of fun. Put dots on to our PJ suit. Okay, that's important. Yes. Yeah, so the motion capture suit guys, they have these these dots to help the reflective dots. It's like 160 or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. And 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 they're stickies because our motion capture suits were like PJs uh, and so velcro. You just stick it on and and so there will be a crew to help us put those on. So we're going there and just messing around while they put it on and say hi to everyone and dance and sings and whatever, just enjoying our morning and it's probably about 7:30 now, um, and so we have a bunch of fun with the with the dots motion capture crew, and we put on our helmets, and we were given a, a helmet with a boom. You know, as many of you, if you watch behind the scenes stuff, you can see that that stuff. The boom and, has the cameras on. Yeah, cameras to capture the, the facial performance, right. right? And and after that, we would then go have breakfast. <laughs> you know, it's like take out time, go get a coffee or whatever we want, crafty and. You nice know. crafty table. Yeah, there beautiful. Day. Yes, every day delicious food. Shout breakfast. out to Nick. Breakfast, yes, Nick, Nick, wonderful. Uh, breakfast, and we go grab some breakfast, whatever is there. And I usually make my own sometimes, and I eat that sometimes. And and so after breakfast, then we start to to see okay, what's today the scene is like, and we start to depends on day. So different kind of structures depends on what scenes we have during the day. Sometimes it's early sometime it later if it's later day i sometimes get really tired so i find a spot to sit down to meditate to kind of get you know wake up slowly or i'm really if i'm really tired last night I'd, you know stay up and watch something um, i would then find a spot look at the the call sheet to see what the actions are when i am needed and then if you might be, it's you might allowed, not be needed till yeah, 1 30 exactly yeah. right so then i would find a spot to just lay down and take a nap yeah and so wait until you know Sean. <laughs> I was just gonna say he would come up. Sean and, and come and find yeah. me. Where's Alex? Where's Alex? Where's wait, Alex? Where's your my... scene up? Oh, and your scene's number one. Right now, guys! I'm like, whoa, oh my god! <laughs> but anyway, um, Super I, Alex is my stage name for stunt. Yes. My full name is Chen. My Vietnamese name's given name is Chen, and I I love that. Awesome. But Alex, my my stage name, 
Yeah. So people would call me Alex guy. Alex, where's Alex? It's like, yeah, get Alex over here. And I'll be sprinting in, you know, ready for actions anytime. Just go right yeah, up there and right, climb up. Just do it, yeah. just do it. Because I'm always ready. Mm -hmm. That's the mindset. And so if the scenes is, is there, uh, we're with the actors or whatnot, we rehearse and then the actor come in, we'll rehearse with the actor or we, we need to teach them something. Or if the actions is involved with the actors, then we rehearse with the actor. Um, rehearse the scenes and how are we going to do it? How are we going to accomplish the best um, things here? And then we'll shoot, you know, we'll go in, we're at ease and we just, we just shoot, we just get it. And it's most times so fun because I felt that I was in a place where I was given the environment for me to play. That's, that's what's so wonderful. I love being on camera. I love that because I get to play, I get to be working with gyms and the cameras are on and people are on. It's so fun and it's time to really shine, mm -hmm. to really share the talent, the gift, whatever it is. And, and everybody shine. It's not an ego thing, but it's like, it's time for you to shine. You should because the crew works so right. hard to prepare this stuff. There's nothing you. wrong with that. That's yeah, your job. That's wonderful. You yeah. should shine. Yeah. Your job is to come in and shine because yeah. that's what you're going to get the, the best shot. Nice. And so we'll do that and it was just celebrate when we get good shots and and that's it. And we just hang out and, and, and do whatever we need to do and just interact. And most time it's just like waiting for, for my scene to come up while watching. I love watching gym works. That's one thing that was my focus is this is such a unique experience. I'm going to learn from the best in the world. You're like in his basement as he tinkers with his toys. Basically. Yeah. It's like, how can I be the best? So I just sit there and watch. What he does, you know, even though I'm pretty illiterate in a lot of, of the things, I just sit there and I watch. I love learning from gyms and watching from the actors and and just just marvel at this beautiful thing that's happening. Soak it all in. Yeah, and so you know, sometimes we're in five, six, sevens, and sometimes not. But but I'll be happy by the end of the day. I'm not broken anywhere. Right. Start performing actions and lots of crazy stuff. So um, that 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 is the day. But, but most of the day was interactions and and you know, just sharing and connecting with people on set from yeah. all departments. I would go to props, I would go to arts. Oh, it's and, the best. Yeah, and everybody You just turn so and there's another group of people yeah. with a different... And everybody's just so kind, yeah. you know, especially... Give you advice on life. Oh, it's yeah. my favorite. I would just go with all my... Beautiful. All my, what do I do? What do I... Yeah. What do you think I should oh, really? be here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Get so much advice about life. So, yeah, and then that's wrapped up. And I, sometimes, oh, this is one special, unique thing that I would do on set is I would sneak up on Jim. As he walk away or coming into set, I'll find an opportunity to play hide and seek with him. <laughs> and I would sneak up on him <laughs> and see if I can get him. Yeah, scare him. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes he would notice me, sometimes he doesn't. Yeah, and it was like, mother, you got me. And it was an ongoing game. It was so fun. It was the whole time that was just, that was what really kept our relationship going. Because nice. I would play peekaboo with him. Uh, because I, it was just so fun, you know. Nobody would do that with him. No. You know? No. People respect him too much. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pull the door open while yeah. he's like 40 feet away. No, but I'm jumping out. I'm jumping out. And he hates that too. When people do, when people go way out of their way to like attend to him, he's yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. He's, just he's treat he's me like grounded. a normal person, yeah. please. Grounded. That's what he is, you know. Drive, before he drive his tech, like, um, Chevy. Tesla, Tesla. It was a Toyota Prius. Toyota Prius. Yeah, it was right. a Prius. Bunch of Prius. My wife works. Um, my mother-in-law works at his his home, uh -huh. uh, and then my wife goes sometimes. And I said, these are the most grounded, like down-to-earth people. That brings me to how did you, yeah, end up on the set? 
What was that like? Intention. Let's bring it full circle. Sure. Okay. Bro. Intention. Okay. Intention. I love that. I, I know. Yes. Okay. Let me hear about that. Three months before the whole thing go down, I did not know Avatar was filming. I didn't even know. Right. Three, four months before that. And for some reason, out of the blue, out of the blue, because I love the first, the Avatar is the first movie that I come into contact with James Cameron as a director. But he's kind of behind the scene because all the glory is in the film, you know. You know how it is, director, don't usually, the right. actor get all the credits and yeah, cameras yeah. and stuff. But, but Jim, you know, popped up. And for some reason, right, I somehow ran across his interview or something. And I just felt this authenticity, this down to earth, this wisdom that come through what he's saying. And somehow I was inspired to and have this desire, this deep desire to watch all his work, meaning all his interview. I could, I go and find every single interview I could find of him. Every day at lunch, I would eat and watch him talk. And I just marvel at how beautiful. Before being. Before set. knowing that Avatar existed. Wow. Never had the intention wow. of being on the set of Avatar. Right? This is magical. Yes. And, and so I would do that every day. I was like, I wish I could be next to him and work with him every day. That was my, my, my wishes. It's like, I wish I could be with him and imagine what it would be like. And I started speaking about it to people. I was like, man, I wish I could work with James. And one day, it would be amazing. One day. Wow. Without even knowing. Wow. I just share it with my friends. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, like, you know, James was like, I've been watching his interviews and he's just amazing. I wish, I hope. One day I get to work with him, next to him, and imagine what it would be like standing in front of him, learning from him. And I keep doing that for about three months. And the next thing I find out that my roommate, Albert, at the time, oh, yeah. worked on the project. Another stunt guy. Yes. Right. Albert doubled the parkour portion for Jack Sully. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, but I, there's no way that I could be on that set. I don't know how, but Albert is a very talented stuntman, and he got me the chance to come in and do a, a day play. One day, they're like, you know, they have this thing called day play where you go into stunt set and you play a day, a character or something. You do a fight scene. You're not or, hired. No, for, not at all. You're not. It's just a gig. Yeah. You know, you go for days and that's it. Yeah. And so I went in for a day. They were doing uh, some previous scenes for for an action scenes. And, and when I was there, I was just being me, doing what I knew best. And, you know, went home and things kind of just happened. And I was just having fun. One day I was just having fun. Albert was actually higher on the core team at this point. He was in work, at work. And I was just at home hanging out. And I got a phone call. <clears throat> the phone call said that James want you on set right now. Right now. Because... You are going to double a new character that they just cast, which is Spider was the last character that they oh cast. Oh gosh, right. Because there were scripts without him, scripts with him. I don't know, sorry. I don't know if <laughs> that's sure the case. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say that. And that would be amazing, even, right. even if that's the case. Maybe he says. And so he was cast last. Dude. And James saw me on that previous, that day play. You're home. And he's like, where is he? Where is that we guy? Want, I want this guy wow. to double... To, because he saw the way I move, he said, I've never seen anyone move like that. Wow. That makes so much sense. He was so intrigued by you. 
and the way you move and the and the your ability to be spider right. a kid who grew up in the jungle in the jungle yeah you played that effortless i was barefoot and walking out set barefoot yeah. it was like that's the guy i was weird okay guys i was weird Dude. we were like i'd be walking in restaurant barefoot and literally no, no, i was preparing for avatar this whole time yeah. 10 years ahead of that while i was training parkour i love barefoot i was being shirtless and shorts and just climbing things and Climbing things, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what Spider that. is. Yeah. And so I was called in, and he said that you're going to double Spider, and that was the that was the beginning of all of it. Wow. Yeah, and that's it. That was you on the core team, and and it's magical. It was. It was just magic after magic. I can't. I can't claim any kind of credit other than the intention and preparedness. Yes, I'm obviously being prepared and skillful enough to to take on the challenge. Take right? it on, right? Yeah. yeah. Not yeah, so, shy away. So from that. luck favor the prepared mind that's his quote oh, wow. on masterclass wow. luck favor the prepared mind wow. right which yeah. is true yeah, very true yeah. yes i was prepared i was prepared to take on that challenge and to me it was i was ready when i was called nice. and so so that was how so you got up and you went there and you went to set and that after was, that call yeah i met i met him and he was like hide and this is jim and that was on nice. it was on yeah that's wow. amazing <laughs> i love that wow. wow it brings so much beauty to me i want to be able to tap into that at all times you know just to be able to tap into those special moments you know which we can you know we just yes and them. and when we when we the thing is we have to stop defining what is special because when we define what's special, the rest is not. Yeah, you're right. Right, and so what is special? I mean, being alive is not special enough. What are you talking about? Right. Jim Cameron, movies and Avatar said, yes, incredible. Right. Compared to being alive? Mm. Right. Compared to being alive? Wouldn't even be happening. How many people is right now is yeah. celebrating the fact that we're alive? Yeah, there's this quote I just heard. Someone said, what would you do if uh, would, if I gave you 500,000? Actually, make it, make it $5 million. $500 million. Yeah. Would you take the $500 million? Versus? Just would you? Yeah, gave it to I you? would, absolutely. What if I told you that you only have one day to live and I gave you the $500,000? I'll take it too. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take, wait, wait, wait. Uh, one day to live. If, I'll take it too and I'll give it to people and share it. If you take it, yeah. you only have one day to live. Oh, no, no. I won't do that. Of course. Obviously not. Right? No, no. And his point was, that's how special every day is. Right. But we don't. We don't see it like that. We do, We have a hard time seeing it like Why? that. Why? Programming. We're, we're out there. We're out there bombarded with what we should be doing or what we should want to be doing and we're forgetting the the magic of every single moment the crazy thing is most of us don't even know the magic we've never see, seen it we don't even tasted. know the magic of what it meant to be alive that's why we don't know we're alive and it's almost to, to be a, it's it's the matrix it's being asleep that's what awakening is if you look at any sages throughout history that is awakened human being. Yeah. What is the number one thing that you notice? They are absolutely astonished at the fact that we're alive. Wow. That's what is waking up means. Yeah. The astonishment of being alive. Ah! <laughs> what else is there? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? What is this? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's magic. Yeah. That's special. And it take full circle, right? It take avatar. It take many things for me to really look at the special. The beauty is not in working on the biggest sets or stroke the ego for being this and that. But it's the beauty of human uplifting relationships and and the growth that we get from these experiences as a human being right and the mentors that we jim is a mentor to me yeah he, he's a friend he's a mentor he's a teacher he 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 is um he's an icon almost a father figure he's a father figure a father. to the whole crew yes right but to me he is a mentor and and i love those i love friends you know making friends my impression of you is you're just so cool and down to earth and beautiful thank and you. kind thank you and and I love being around you. I love how kind you are. The exact same thing, right? Yeah. To you, I you know I feel like you would never you wouldn't hurt a fly, you know you uh, you might smack it out of your way, you know. The Dalai Lama give give a, a mosquito three chances. <laughs> so first you go he go <laughs> like that, and then he go, and the third time, bam, <laughs> three <Good>. chances. <laughs> I I'm inspired to do that. That's right? we, we gotta give the things a few chances. We're coming, coming like that first full circle where okay. where you find who you your who you are after. I always thought I'd have to get back to who I was, mm. but what I realized is I need to remember some things that were part of my consciousness back then. Mm. And what was that? But as I am here now, uh -huh. with the lessons going through that, right. I thought you know I had to take this and kind of like put it in a box over there and then just go back to what I, I was. Uh -huh. But no, it's, it, it all Integrate. integrates right. into the, the evolved human. Into this moment. Yeah. Yeah, this being is the accumulations of all that. Everything is serving us. Right. Serving us for what? Uh, uh, for our personal growth. Personal growth. Why do you think we, we're growing personal growth? Why, why is there personal growth? I think, it's, I think it's inevitable because of how much where our ceiling is. Mm. which, you know, newsflash, doesn't exist. Mm. Literally does not exist what we can do. Mm. So I feel like we're way down at the bottom, so we can't help but grow mm. because it's just in our nature. Mm. I feel like Everything grows. Yes, everything grows, everything right? Grows. We're growing to... Either grow, grow bigger or growing to dying. Entropy, yes. right? Everything yep. move. Yeah. Growing is another word for movement. Mm. There's movement, constant movement. And growth is not necessarily a good or a bad thing. It's just movement. Energy is flowing all the time. Right. We can't help but, but to be a better version of ourselves. I think by the nature of, of being alive, if we don't, we suffer. Right. And the whole thing with evolutions is really to a point where in here, right, as a human being at least, is that we ascent, we transcend suffering. That's it. That's it. The sense of anxiety of being, sense of constant anxiousness, of worry about what's going to happen, where is going tomorrow, how am I going to survive, where, uh, uh, um, and, and when we start having enough food and water, when that doesn't is not a problem, right. we have the capacity to now start to grow inwardly, and then we can start transcending. I mean, we can't talk about. We can the Buddha, but the Buddha was living in you know India and so on. And there, are, there are people who wake up, but but there's mass awakening at this moment in terms of being conscious of the magic of being alive, and that is equate with 
the joy of being. Okay. Of being from inside. The joy of being. Yeah. Being, just being. Yeah. Not the joy of being on Avatar. Right. Or the joy of being. Or seeing someone else being. On yes. Yeah, or the being of of sex or the being of they're all beautiful, but nothing compared to the magics of just being. And when we can understand that and and beyond that integrate that into our daily living, we start to come into this space of. Um, just calmness, right? Relaxing, very relaxing. Right? It's like, oh, okay, sure, that's the way things are. Okay, yeah. we're at the center of the vortex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The life is is going around, but the eyes of the hurricane is very calm and 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 you know uh, tranquil. And so, so life is going to be. Don't expect life to not be the way it is. But we can be really grounded. And and walk through life with such grace, even in all of these extraordinary, excruciating Especially. experience. Those Especially. are the catalysts. Those the, are the, the moments to, to to take that and leap. Yeah. Use it as a just a just, launch board. That's right. But but some most time is is where uh, uh, sufferings. Yeah. Right? Deep suffering. Yeah, yeah. And and most time people don't come out of that. Right. It's scarred them for life. And they're now afraid of that experience, right? Yeah, and and oh, it's trauma, trauma. That can happen. Yeah. Yes. Right. But but if we can use that opportunity and recognize the opportunity in that, this is the part where I like to be crazy yeah. and say it's literally everything could mean a catalyst for your spiritual growth, for your human growth. Well, Michael A. Singer stated that oh, this the fly lands on the wall, and you're like, oh. You know that that this means, is my opportunity. This is my opportunity. My opportunity. It's now. You know, yeah. Jim just called. Yeah. The fly landed. You know, it's like you equivalent to to everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> yes. Yes. All at Shut once, up. everywhere. It. How many awards did they win? A lot. Beautiful. Yeah. Just lovely. Yeah. I love that. I want to watch that movie so many times. I I love that. And here's something that I don't know if anyone else saw, but when they do something really weird or strange. And then it helps them catapult into another dimension. That, to me, meant a subconscious trigger mm. that you do. Maybe you do this or something, and when you I do this, state. I get into this state. Right. Or if trigger. I yes, it's a trigger, so you right. can attach that it's to anything. It's good, good stuff. Yes. So the good state of being. Right. Or or the negative state, yeah. which most of the time that's what happens. Or hot dog fingers. Yes. Hot dog. Yeah. Oh Which God, some those people, movies so absurd, yeah. absurd but very deep movie. Super so so yes, the live experiences now bring us back full circle. And I think we should wrap it up here. Um, and I think it's wonderful. It's been a wonderful time. Thank you for having me. It's let's, been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, let's wrap it up here with finishing my thought on the live experiences as catalysts for us to awaken. To awaken to the purpose, our true purpose of being here, beyond the accumulation of wealth, beyond the accumulation of titles and so on, is important to a certain degree and it's beautiful that it come authentically. Not saying don't go and do acting if that's what beautiful, right. but don't do acting so that it can do something for you right. because then that's the trap of being something rather than just being. Yeah. Right? The joy of being is so powerful. That's when just waking up is enough. And when we start there, everything is, is marvelous, is wondrous. Everything, 
everything. Right? Yes, we can we can use those opportunities to uh, solidify who we are and what our purpose is here on Earth. And if we are conflicted in that, you know, why do I want to be an actor? You know, we, we look at our psyche mm. and we can, you know, take a little duster and dust it off and say, oh, here's that kid, that mm. blah, blah, blah. And then maybe when we go back to acting, we can do it without those unconscious behaviors mm. and really more give conscious. it more, more conscious. Yeah, deeper and using that opportunity Ooh. as an actor to, to spread love, to right. share missions, to uplift people and empower. And I think that's all great artists come back to that full circle. They go through their personal tribulation, trials and tribulations, and they, they realize that it's about service, about giving, sharing, uplifting, empowering. And that's what we're doing here. That's what we, our intention in this podcast. Yeah. And so to connect that and finish up, we have a round of speed rapid questions rapid questions all right come, gonna, on, come on old brainy yeah you're gonna answer i'm gonna say them. just random now this stuff. is your practice have anything to do with it. this is your practice okay. to be authentic and spontaneous and not have any filters and just express yourself as you are no wrong the game is there's no wrong okay guys no wrong okay right. you ready yeah what is your purpose to rock and roll <laughs> why are you alive to have fun. What is the meaning of life? To become aware. What bring you fulfillment in life? Love. What does it mean for you to work on Avatar? To find the young boy in myself who I love so much. Mm, wow. Why is it important to love? Yeah, the options are pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, do you want to leave a legacy? Not really. Mm. I don't know, I don't think so. Are you afraid of dying? I don't think so. I don't want to die. Oh, I want to stay here, but stay here with you, Shen. Oh, thank you, brother. What a time. Oh, my God. It's so special. It's so special. Oh, I love you, man. Oh, I love you, brother. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave a rating and turn on your Apple Podcast notification for weekly release. Feel free to share this podcast with others who might also enjoy it. If you're looking for ways to connect, my Instagram handle is in the descriptions. Also, there are plenty of contents for your viewing, so please feel free to check it out. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next episode of On The Wheel. And this is your host, Chen, signing out.